Live from Canada's Burbank, it's everyone's favorite game show, He's Not a Right Back! I'm your host, Barry Floro Jr., and here's a word from our sponsor. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast! Welcome, hombres and caballeros, to this week's show. In this episode, we whip out our beef burritos and talk Canada versus Mexico World Cup qualifying, take our usual trip around the Los Pollos Hermanos of world football that is MLS, play a little Blanco El Bichi, and relax during the siesta that is a Los Rojos bye week. Ooh. Mm. (laughs) I feel like I'm in Spain. Or Mexico. Or whichever. Yeah. Nicaragua. Sure. (laughs) Let's not not aim too high. No. It's kind of it's a bit Tex-Mex. Yes, you've, you've, you've reached Tex-Mex. Oh, that's I think. good. Yeah, we're El Paso. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. old. Yeah, Ooh. sure. Mm. The new stuff too. Making up El Panel this week is everyone's favorite portion of Tex-Mex himself, Senor Marco Hinckley. Buenos dias. He is the man that was too caliente for Yorkshire, celebrating his dos decade in Canada. <laughs> it's pantalones de niño grande, Senor Duncan Dos Fletcher. Hola. <laughs> and building a wall around my chair and making Chris and Knowles pay for it. I'm your host, El Capitan del Podcast, not Padre Tony Walsh. <laughs> Yoriba! That's a strong opening. Well done. <laughs> So if Canada is North America's hat, then Mexico is probably its sweet belt. I assume with some kind of awesome skull eating a snake on the oh, buckle. Yeah. <coughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. No. Hopes were likely unreasonably high going into the Good Friday match in front of more than 50,000 fans in Vancouver. But in the end, the result was all too familiar for this fixture. Uh, thumping 3-0 loss for Canada with the return leg looming at the mighty Azteca. Now, in the future past, when you're listening to this. <gasps> Yes, technology, time travel, etc. We are good. VMP Genesis. Yes. So, there was a lot of bad and all-too-old-school Canadian soccer on display. Uh, We all watched. I'm sure most of you who are listening to this watched the match as well. Cried a little. So, no need to beat a dead Mm -hmm. burro. Instead, what was your least depressing Canadian moment of the match? I... I, mm, mm, strong. I, wow. Opinions I, are flying. Uh, it's good to get Scott Arfield in there, get him kept out. Yeah, he, he got injured, good. didn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah that was yes. good. Yeah. yeah. Sore back. Uh-huh. Yeah. He really brought out the Burnley in the Canadian national program. Mm. True. True. <laughs> I feel like he, I, he I did, don't know what that means. I, I like take it, it good yeah. or bad. He I'm did, just nodding. He yeah. did briefly look good, I thought. There's, there's yeah. promise there if he decides to come back. <laughs> Well, he's not like, oh, fuck this. Hey, if they stay in Vancouver, he'll be playing on turf more. Oh! Hello. Well done, wow. sir. I wish I could have put that one Thank together. You. Thank well you. Done. Prosecco for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to say, uh, I, 
I've got two, I guess you could say, moments. Uh, one would be the first 30 minutes. I kind of had that weird belief that uh, they were going to be able to fend off Mexico and somehow eke out a point. They they were getting lucky at a, at a bunch of intervals in the game, and, and they were holding their own on, on their uh, defending on set pieces. I mean, it wasn't much by offense, but there was there was that glimmer. It's like, okay, you know, things are kind of going, going the Reds' way. That's great. And uh, the other part was not quite packing it in when they had every right to to do so when they were down two nil and still getting shelled. Um, I, I like it when teams fight, continue to fight, even when they could have justifiably just said, thanks, good night. And just waited out the time and get shelled for another three or four goals, but they kept going. And, and that's not something I'm used to seeing in a Canadian team, um, especially down two nil to Mexico. I don't care where it is. Uh, usually that's a foregone conclusion, but they, they kept trying. They kept going. So, full marks for effort. That that's always a good sign when it when it all comes down to uh, effort. Like, you, you know, like it's important, but it's it's a but little we, depressing for that we, to be the highlight. We've been we've been blessed with so much terrible terrible <laughs> football around here. True. That um, one of my biggest problems for tr- Toronto over the last ten years uh, has been giving up at one nil. Giving up at two one, it's like how, how why why are you giving up at one nil after eight minutes? You're terrible. <laughs> you are terrible. Stop doing that. This is why I don't sing for you. This is why I yell curse words in front of children. It's because you give up after eight minutes, and I have to sit through another eighty two. So, the, as far as I'm concerned, like just just give me that heart, and I will still sing your praises and applaud you off the pitch for a job well done. Not the right result, but, uh, you know, you take what you can get. Fair. Anything else? I, I don't know. Do you, ha- do you have a least depressing mm-hmm. moment? Well, we both come up with something here. Moment? Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> anything else? I, I, well, I think the, idea, the ideas were there to play maybe the style they wanted to try to get quickly down the wings. It just wasn't the execution. The golf in talent was evident pretty was after a little while. Nah, after about five ten minutes really mm-hmm. um their lack of creativity especially on the counter really hurt them they didn't really have too much of an idea mexico could pack them shut them down pretty fast and they didn't really know how to deal with it so i i'd say less least depressing was at least they they maybe had an idea of what they could do they just couldn't pull it off and they Fair. they did create more chances than i thought they would mm. Be like Hoyler should have scored, Laren should have scored, mm. maybe a couple of other half chances as well. You know, that's probably about as much as I could have realistically expected. And then you just got to hope one of those goes in and things go our way and the other end as well. And mm-hmm. that maybe we do get that point. Um, but uh, it did not. Mm. I'd say the only positive other than watching on TV was uh, when the CSA head said uh, things such as full stadiums are no longer good enough to be held as. Laurels nice. for Canada. That was nice. Results are what matters. Mm. Sadly, they didn't that, happen this night, but at least, I, who knows how much of it is lip service, but at least there's maybe the thought in the CSA where I didn't feel this was always the case where, you know, things like, it's a bit like TFC in a way. We keep bringing it back to TFC for the first, oh, best fans in the league, best fans in the league. That's all they hung their hat on. Yeah, it's all so we got, though. Maybe... I feel like that's all they're still hanging the hang on. True, really, eh? true. But trying to. we're not here to talk no about them yet. It anymore. No, but no. but maybe the CSA is getting out of that phase where you know the the support is better than it was mm-hmm. 10, 20 years ago, and now 
no longer that's yeah. that shouldn't be a story anymore and it shouldn't be well i mean they're no longer playing their games in kingston and and mm-hmm. and small university parks and and swangard and Swangar stadium, stadium and in burnaby like they're they're now in the city centers mm-hmm. which is you know 20 years ago that was crazy talk yeah you know it wasn't when they closed varsity that was probably the last meaningful game in toronto mm-hmm. for quite some time and now and now you're talking about 50,000 now that's the fact that he didn't wait until it was like you know two or three years of 30,000 plus crowds no matter where they went and then said you know what this isn't good enough mm-hmm. He said it on the first the first time they break fifty thousand that wasn't against Brazil and Edmonton. Yeah, you like to hear and that, just yeah. say and just say this isn't enough. And you know what? He didn't have to. Because there was every reason to just oh, yeah, they put te- on the party hats. They, they and teed celebrate. him up for it. Yeah, they were like, oh, isn't this great? Yeah. Yeah, they were pat on the yeah. back for the crowd, pat on the back for, for De Guzman, you know, pat on the back for having four points in two games, trying to qualify. Like there was every reason for them to just go, you know, this this is this is a great day for Canadian soccer, and he mm-hmm. said, "This isn't good enough." And you know what? Thumbs up. Yeah. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. thumbs up to him because he didn't have to say that, especially a guy who's clearly has his political aspirations mm-hmm. in front of him, and he's got the moon to shoot for because it's a it's a huge vacuum right now. He didn't have to play nice, or or sorry, he could have easily played nice, mm-hmm. and he didn't. So. Yeah, let's just, I just hope there's enough like-minded individuals within the CSA across the fiefdoms. Yeah. from coast to coast to back him up as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, so even though the result wasn't good, someone had to be sort of okay on Canada. Canadian man of the match. I think this is probably a consensus kind of thing, isn't it? But, uh, Most likely. Milan uh, Boyan. There you go. My favorite Canadian. Sure. It was consensus. How can you blame him? Yeah, he <laughs> had a very good like first half hour until like you know, it finally sort of broke and they did get past him. But yeah, he was doing well. Yeah, he did he amazing. Took a lot of shots. Also, good. really strong retweet game. Oh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> good, was, to know, good to know. Yeah, I, sh- I, was I still should follow maybe him. About he calls them, he calls them rebounds. But. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe about like, a couple of hours after the game, and just I was kind of on Twitter and I noticed, huh, so was, a lot of people are talking about Mr. Zombie. Is it, uh, Mr. Zombie's just gone through basically the last few hours, and every time anyone said something nice about him, it retweet, retweet, retweet. That's how you get caps. Plus, he dressed all in purple. Hmm? Never a bad thing. No. Had, no. had more hits on him in purple than Prince. Prince, Prince. sure. <laughs> that, that was a reach. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But have you heard his recent stuff? But I'm sure he gets, out, that, of the, he gets out of the bathtub slowly, I bet, oh, in yeah. the locker room. Uh, yeah, well, that, that's what it looks like when doves cry. Yeah. Never mind what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> are, are doves Canadian supporters? Um, they must out be. west. <laughs> I, I feel like they would be. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. all peaceful. Like, oh, we're, we're peaceful. Let's be nice. Let's be nice. I, cop! Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 No, no, not only. Yeah, why would you? We don't want doves. Not no. only we got the, the fucking eagle next door, but then Mexico has their own on their flag. Yes. We're yeah. in a continent of raptors. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Stupid. There's going to Can- be some good Canadian wildlife. Stupid birds. Canadian. The geese. Doves. Peacekeeping. <laughs> the geese, yeah. At least we can <laughs> shit on you <laughs> now and again. His- uh, hang on, we gotta, we, you got to wait for this podcast as the, the geese are crossing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, I hope they go. <laughs> Duncan, okay, I think they're Not clear. too close, Duncan. They'll hiss at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. It's illegal to, to even push them, so. <laughs> on the other hand of Milian Borian. How am I going to stuff my coat? Point. Mm. He's got a point. Mm-hmm. Duncan mm-hmm. needs to keep warm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wear a goose. Live, preferably. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like just, York. Just wrap it around your head. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
on the opposite side of man of the match, there were a few goats. Mm-hmm. More goats than the average Chivas match. Mm. Mexico, get it? Yeah. Full circle, uh-huh. et cetera. Yeah. Mm. Canadian goat of the match. I'll start. Oh. oh. Tony? Junior Hoylet. Not senior. No. He was fine. <laughs> no. I've heard. Junior Hoylet. That was a long time to wait for a guy to scuff so many mm. chances, to, especially a chance to put us up. I mean, he was probably nil. still just so excited and uh, just beyond mm-hmm. whatever, and about, about me. Putting on, pulling on the jersey. Yeah. It's, it's so amazing. I can't even control myself. And, oh, I missed. Yeah. I, mm, yeah, that was very disappointing. Yeah. I, I, I kind of went with um, Kyle Aaron. Um, mostly it seemed like his, his, uh, his chances were much better and far more incomplete as far as where the balls landed. Um it didn't really seem like he had much of a killer instinct, which is strange because he s- smashed him in MLS. And I know it's not the same thing, but I mean, he's he's had some good deft touches in, in MLS. And he had two really good unobstructed opportunities to bury it from 10 to 15 yards out. And he went nowhere near the net. And it's I, you know, I blame I blame the spotlight. I blame maybe pressure. I think they're playing Mexico because I'm sure the defenders were right all over them, and you know maybe just not quite ready for prime time. Uh, that's 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 my takeaway. I mean, he's still he's still a perfectly capable striker. Uh, I'm sure he'll grow into his role and he'll he'll get better and he'll be better. But mm-hmm. I felt bad for him. It kind of felt like these are the only chance, like three or four legitimate chances on net and not one of them hit the goalie. Mm-hmm. Did he even met to touch the ball once? Like, <laughs> or, or no, didn't he take one? Did he, maybe I'm confused. Did he take one straight like on? I feel like Arfield got a shot on target. That's that's like like a, he did. Yeah. He got it early, just yeah. about three or four minutes after, after he came, came on. on. Yeah, that's it, was, right. it was a long distance and it was, yeah. for the most part, harmless, but it was probably it was the best on shot. Target. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I would not really disagree with either of those, especially Kyle Larin. I... Does this? I've never noticed it in MLS, but where is this man's left foot? And come on! <laughs> and the one chance fairly early on, he's broke. He was more or less kind of past the defense, and he's just determined to get back onto his mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. it just this is awful. Just, I, wow, so one-footed. Um, but you can't really look past Daniel Henry, can you? Oh, yeah. One more time, just for old time's sake. He's not a right back. Oh, but he is, though. No, he's not. No, 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 he really isn't. No, no. Just because you write RB after his name doesn't make him one. Yeah, I'm very mystified by this decision to keep playing him at right back. I mean, he did some good things. They were all centre-back things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like winning headers yeah. from crosses. And oh, yes. He did well when yeah. he drifted into centre-back. Yes. Unfortunately, it opened a giant hole where he was supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that experiment doesn't continue because <laughs> I'd rather have him at centre-back than probably either Djakovic or Straith. That I don't understand. I, mm. To me, he seems superior and with obviously a much better future than Djakovic. Mm. Like, even, you know, in this match, it was... Let's be honest. This was going to be a loss, probably yeah. no matter what. It was going to be very difficult to get a result. I'd blood him into that role. Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what the the other options were for right back, but we met. You know, I'm sure he's is. I presume he's healthy. 
could be going to Ledgewood. You see, Helsley, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. You think at least one of those could come in and be a better option at right back and have Henry in the middle. But, uh, it seems like such a FIFA thing, like the video game. It seems mm. like such a FIFA thing to do. Yeah. It's like, well, I've got all these... Got all these def- central de- central defenders who who are in their who are rated in their mid seventies, mm-hmm. and my right back is a fifty three. I mean, why not? <laughs> why don't I just put just one? Any one of them is probably good. No, there's he's, a reason for that. His, he's yellow when I put him there. That's good, yeah, right? That's good enough. <laughs> Better than the green fifty three, isn't it? <laughs> Logic. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've done that before. That's he all I seems. Know. You would imagine that Henry represents the future of the center back position for Team Canada for the you know mm. time being, at least until someone better comes along. Yeah, yeah. So him a, and David Edgar, I think, would work very well as a yeah. Central so I, I, I mean, yeah, forcing him into another role where he's obviously not adept is short sighted, maybe. Yeah, mm. and in a match where really, what were you going for? Holding them to the least goals against as possible, maybe. Yes, yeah, they're gonna have to go for the throat uh, Tuesday because. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> that'll go. Well. Just, just <laughs> really, really just gotta balls really, out. Really open it up. Five two Canada. <laughs> There's my prediction. <laughs> Laren bags four. That's the weird part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we we spoke a bit earlier about the uh, stadium itself. The uh, Fantastic attendance mm. and uh, mm. great atmosphere. Sounded awesome on TV. We have a roadman reporter who was there. She'll be back next week. She uh, eloped with a luchador, apparently. That she uh, met in the away. I've session. heard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and and she's yet to prove us wrong. True. So Same. And then put it under the Ryan Nelson category. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, Show us the video of you not with a luchador yeah. on, the, on Friday I mean, night. we know she was there. Yep. We saw it on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Does this solidify BC Place as the home of men's qualifiers from for the time being? I'm okay with it. Um, quite possibly, yeah. I mean, again, you know, it depends. Do the players really hate turf and would really prefer to be playing on grass? I think. Yeah. I think perhaps the travel is, that, that would be travel as well. Yeah. That would be but, that would be the only thing that would that would I would say no to yeah. as far as. Not Vancouver having it, but well, apparently, according to the the broadcast, the Mexican team were raving about the turf, but decided to train on grass the whole week. <laughs> Must have been great. Mm. It's like yes. it's like we they like to, they like to hate themselves mm. is what it is. They're so used to playing on. They liked it so pitches. much they didn't want to. No, yeah. like put it's their pristine. training boots on. Leave it, it oh, alone. Oh, oh. Hey, oh, this looks like it'll be really good. I oh, I can't wait to play on there, and it'd be nice to uh, to get used to it. But no, we'll play on grass. We'll go to Swan Garden. We, we yeah. want to try and make this fair. <laughs> and if we were to practice on the turf, then. Huh, you guys, you know, let's make this a contest. Yeah, I, I hear Canada's going to be playing below sea level to train for this game. <laughs> Just to, 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 yes. to kind of pay the courtesy back. They, they, yes. they bought an old British submarine. <laughs> it came as part of the Arfield uh, oh, exchange. They, that's how we came got over, over here. Came, <laughs> came over from Scotland in a submarine. Boaty McBoatface. Boaty McBoatface. Yeah. Subby McSubface. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the McSubs are a lovely family. <laughs> um yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I don't want to shit on Vancouver whatsoever. They did a great job. It was sounded better than any BMO Field match I yeah. can really remember yes. for Canada. Yeah. Um, or Montreal, mm-hmm. of course. Um, it was Mexico. Yeah, I mean, and there was twenty thousand Mexicans there. That didn't hurt the overall attendance. I think they still would have 
cracked 30 probably easily mm-hmm. um i think you gotta take you, you have to you have to give it up for like that the percentage of home fans versus away fans yeah um also yeah. and also too there was plenty of mexicans but that was solidly a pro canada crowd yeah. true yeah and, and, also and i mean as in toronto we can say nothing about that no because time and time again we've shown that the majority of the stadium will be from much smaller countries than Mexico, majority other country. Mm. It's happened many it more times, more times yes. than Canadians have outnumbered. I'd say. Mm. Well, for like the last, I think CF since TFC came along. Yes, it's helped. It's that has definitely, I think, probably pushed it to. Although the know, amount 50, of people from places like Saint Vincent and the Grenadines has been shockingly high. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I mean, sure. those people are generally sort of louder because mm-hmm. I think you know this is like oh shit, this is essentially they're never every, coming back. It's El Salvador Day in Toronto. Like this is like the one day to kind of get together and do something. Whereas you know we're all blasé and yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Canada, whatever, and yeah, a football game, whatever. We do this a lot. This is like their one sort of big thing, so they are generally uh, that will inevitably I'll lead them to be uh, louder on a per capita basis. I'll say this much: it's a, it's it's nice to have really three venues you could go to in the country. Because I'm taking Edmonton out of this. No, no, no. Oh, Sorry, that's Edmonton. Just, yeah, no. Edmonton. But to be fair, it was a bit of a perfect storm because one, it was indoor, so no matter what, you were going to get good weather. Yeah. Uh, two, this is as close to a meaningful glamour tie that you're going to get in Canada because. The United, like I mean, next yeah, to the next United to States, being drawn with the states, yeah. This mm-hmm. is this is the next best thing. So, if you get people who are even fair weather soccer fans who have a clue, they're interested in this game. If this if if that game was against El Salvador, Guatemala, that's not that's not a crowd of fifty thousand. Yeah. Well, I think when they played El Salvador, it was twenty something thousand. Not yeah. bad at all. Not bad. I mean, that's that's yeah, a, I mean, that's a white caps crowd, so that's good. Yeah. And if it was like a friendly against Mexico, again, you know, probably like twenty thousand somewhere exactly. in that range. Like a game against Mexico that actually counts for something. Yeah, something meaningful. It, yeah. it, it. There was a lot of there was a lot of positives going towards yeah. that I mean, game having a good crowd. I think eventually it, the crowd got to a point where this became. Ooh, it, this is an event that people who maybe hadn't really even all that interested in the soccer will. Oh, sure, this looks like a big thing, and so it seems very strange for a Canada game mm-hmm. in Canada mm-hmm. to actually gain that point where mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's just snowballing and it's got the momentum of just being an event. Mm-hmm. Well, I said the outside of the stadium, the lead up from what we saw on TV looked far superior to what we've seen in Toronto. The march and all that, yeah, that yes. looked fantastic. Yeah, so and, uh, was was anybody thrown out of the streets for lighting a flare? I mean, <laughs> what's what's Mexico's away policy now? <laughs> are they getting sh- are the Voyagers getting shut down for that? No, no drums, like like they flew one down, but like you know what I mean? It's no just, chalupas. No, ha! Ah, those guys are assholes. Wow. Speaking of chalupas and the big away uh, support, <clears throat> favorite thing you saw in the Mexican section? Uh, you know what? I I think the best thing I saw, and you could you could see it. It was during one of the corners, and it was just you could just see it in the in the in the the, the left side of the screen. Um, it was clearly, there was luchador action. La Parca gave a chair shot to Octagon, and then he top rope plancha El Hijo de Fantasma. So it was a full on match. Fantastic stuff. Told you they would have that. Mm-hmm. I think Kristen. When, I think that's when Kristen appeared out of the tunnel. <coughs> Probably. <laughs> Yeah, she at that point she mm-hmm. knew she knew. I was impressed that they uh, had the time to turn the lower deck into a low rider with the hydro- hydraulics and make it bounce up and down like yeah, that was nice. pretty good. I thought that yeah, mm-hmm. that was that that you know what that's crafty. Nah, yeah, it's crafty. 
uh, the big like tifo that they made that was basically they created just like a giant taco. You know, it's like somebody originally like put out like some sort of bread coloured sort of bit of fabric, and then you know they threw on some sort of some meat looking things, some tomatoes, some peppers, like all sorts of things got thrown in this, in this uh, very very elaborate tifo. I, it's well done, well done, Mexico. Sounds delicious. Taco yeah. tifo. Tifo, taco. <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And finally, mm. to bring it all down to where Canadian soccer feelings reside, mm. three middle-aged men sitting around the table. <laughs> Honestly, do you feel you will see Canada in a World Cup in your lifetime? Average male lifetimes. One of us will die early. It's likely. There's three of us. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, li- I like your... Uh, Probably me. I have a lot of stress. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I really fucking hope so. <laughs> uh, I didn't ask if you hope for it. We all hope for it. I mean... Will you? Look, we're going to be very, very old by the time this country gets a developmental situation. And I don't... And, and not counting hosting. No. No. Well, it does count. But <laughs> that means Canada's going to get it. So, mm. I mean... Canada has, you know, three or four guys that could be arguably considered, you know, upper echelon on a good day, but they're still missing at least a dozen more players to get to the point where making a World Cup isn't just a, well, if these two teams get a draw and these two teams lose and we get a we get an away win here and and Mexico loses by four in in, in Columbus, then we're gonna finish third and eke in. Fuck that! I want to do it. I won't want to have math being the deciding factor. I, I will happily take that. I will happily oh, no. take that. I will happily take that too. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying to the, for you, me you to. You just said you to, didn't want it. No, I don't want it because that's not. I want to feel like yes, this is a this, Canada has a team that could make the World Cup without question. I have had nothing but questions <laughs> for the last. Mm. I don't know. Probably since like the '90s was the last time I was legitimately idealistic enough to think, wow, we could make USA 94. No, no, we did not. Not even close, but we held Brazil to a draw, and that makes us cold world champions. Yes. Um, I am going to uh, be, you know, maintain my optimistic oh, uh, first here, and I would say, yes, as of 2022, and then very regularly going forward, Canada will be qualifying for the World Cups. Woo! Are they expanding to 64? Did you know something we don't know? <laughs> that That might help. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have to build a no, lot think, of stadiums in Qatar for that. Yeah, just the the last sort of ten years. I think MLS is something that has genuinely helped create a lot of interest. I mean, there isn't a lot of players coming through academies and getting meaningful first team minutes as of yet. But I'm thinking, you know, that will eventually come. And I think just the amount of extra infrastructure that now exists compared to like ten years, five years ago, is there, and that will eventually uh, bear fruit. Uh, I think so. I'm going to choose to be optimistic. And Someone's hoping for a global pandemic. <laughs> I we're, we're obviously... 64 countries can't make this World Cup. Hey, hey, hey. If those caps melt a little bit more, you can kiss the Dutch goodbye. Yeah. So they're yeah. already underwater. I think we can we can join Aqua Wafer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, you know, obviously probably not going to ever sort of catch up with like Mexico or the States, but come on, we can get to the level of... Costa Rica, Jamaica, Honduras, El Salvador. Yeah. We should we be we the fourth. very much but be in amongst those We should people. be there now. Yeah. And that's my, oh, my, my be, fear yes. is that there's always one of these countries. They're like the... CONCACAF is like... Half of them are like DC United. 
They're mm. shit one one uh, like qualification, one and then the next yeah. one, all of a sudden, they're back. Mm. And like countries like Panama and stuff, who make these bold leaps out of nowhere, and we seem yeah. to just kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. stay yeah. there in the middle. Of the we got to see the next time. It's like Trinidad will be good again. Yeah, right? yeah. it's yeah. very strange. Yeah. But we can't ever seem to be the one that makes that uh, odd leap. I, I will have to say that the that the landscape has has at least stepped forward, and I wouldn't even say so much for MLS. Like, don't get me wrong. MLS, as far as you know, an awareness ribbon for for football in this country. Ooh, what is color? Great. I don't know. Probably red because that's the color of the national I think, team. I think in that's Toronto taken and, by drunk driving. So <laughs> anyway, maybe AIDS. Like, oh I'm, shit! <laughs> what does Mothers Against Drunk Driving use then? Pink no idea. What? No, no, that's, that's no, breast that's cancer. Breast can- what do they use green, purple. Look, I'm not up on my ribbons. Not part of the Kitten Stadium <laughs> podcast. So I feel like this I, should I, be. Eh? It should be, but that's another podcast. Also, mm. I don't want to get that guy to re-record the intro. Um, mm. I, I kind of like looking at, say, a League One Ontario. That's finally an output. A, 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 <clears throat> excuse me, a proper competitive output that these young kids who are on the cusp of, say, going pro can at least continue the dream of being a footballer for a little bit longer until reality comes crashing down or they get picked up. And seeing interest in a national league, whenever the hell this thing, this beast gets announced, that's positive too, because that means now you can actually be a full-time footballer. Excuse me. And the biggest thing, the biggest problem I have is that there isn't enough full-time opportunities. No. I would say that we'll go 10 years ago, when 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 soccer was reborn in Canada because of Toronto FC, <laughs> we invented Canadian football. There you yes. go, there you go, Montreal, and Vancouver. Suck on that a little bit. <laughs> um, that's that's when you could you could say like, okay, now now this is getting serious. So you're you are correct in 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 a lot of ways as far as that. I growth. may be a little optimistic into exactly when it'll happen. Yes, but eventually, I, I concur. That eventually, part too. Will. There's at least one nuclear war involved in your plan. Probably, yes. Fair. Yeah. I mean, if like global warming, the sea rises, surely like Central America must as well just kind of get wiped out, and everyone will just have to emigrate to Canada. Fingers crossed, Duncan. <laughs> yes. Fingers crossed. It was an international break week all over FIFA, but F that, says MLS. There was a trio of matches, and here to keep you in the loop is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS Wins and Losses. Thank you, Kristen. You're the meat in my taco. Uh-huh, that's right. Dirty. <laughs> yes, so as mentioned, six teams left at the international break. Tweet the nose of the idea that they might want to take the week off and wait till they got their best players back. As Cal Robinson said... Hello, Tom Jones. We have a squad for a reason. So we give players an opportunity to play. 
Exactly. In a coal mine. Yes. Vancouver were one of the teams whose pants were big boy enough to get on with it. And they won, beating Houston thanks to another Pedro Morales penalty, his fourth of the season, uh, and a clean sheet against a previously unstoppable Dynamo. Uh, Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas Yee-haw! also got a win. 3-0 in RFK Stadium against a woeful DC team. <laughs> Maxi Ruti continuing his fine form, getting the third goal with uh, more than a hint of handball. Yeah. Gotta love how we just keep unearthing all these players for <laughs> other clubs. Uh-huh. Danny Caleb was a hell of a scout. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from that exploding cigarette, though, Danny. <laughs> What's wrong with your oh. face? I'm vaping. <laughs> <laughs> that be the official sound of vaping. Vaping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Boston came to Yankee Stadium and got away with a 1-1 tie, leaving Patrick Vieira looking more than a little mopey after three straight home games produced a meager two points. We played with a little bit of, how do you say, uh, personality, and we didn't make proper decisions. Uh, we didn't play. We didn't play at all. When you don't play, it's difficult to expect something from uh, how you say the game. Mm. Uh, I, I clearly think they did play. Play well. They didn't sound like he's improvising. It didn't sound. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He, he is MLS's. He player. does. He is the first Wayne Brady of MLS. Yeah, uh-huh. I've heard that. Indeed. Uh, that's pretty much it as far as uh, oh. action or quotes from MLS go. So instead, uh, you know, to talk this out a little, maybe get to the end of Brass Bonanza, uh, we'll briefly pop it on the US team where Jurgen Klinsmann is getting ever so slightly condescending with those that dare criticize his amazingness uh, after uh, first ever loss in Guatemala for about like 30 odd years or something. I appreciate the discussion when you say maybe Yedlin should play right back or Jeff Cameron should play center back. But I would also be helpful if you look back a second to where they played their clubs and also the history of the US national team. I'm not playing anyone out of position. He's, he's erratic, isn't he? I, I would I, say he's he, he, he's, he's German, he's, but he lives he, in California. He keeps me off balance. I, I don't know what to think. He's got a lot of fury. Ooh. A little furier, maybe. Mm. You'd expect the, I expected the U.S. to rally. Not so much. Anyhow, uh, we should move on from this little bit. Uh, Don't mention on. Guatemala! <laughs> no. Uh, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. You're a one-man donkey show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks! Caliente! Switching it up. Welcome back to CONCACAF and at least two-thirds of Comrade Ball's favorite online... CONCACAF, surely. CONMA Ball! Favorite online blank-filling game, Bitchy Blanks! Hooray! 
last week's bitchy blank was TFC players will do blank during their bye week. First, what we had. TFC players will do laundry during their bye week. Oh, huh? controversial. Huh? Exciting. I really had nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I think as of Jonathan Osorio and uh, Subasa Endo, uh, Mobabuli, and then they're going to find a couple of other people with uh, sort of questionable hair. Going to get together and uh, practice on their uh, NSYNC impressions because it's uh, bye, bye, bye week. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I just said go bye. Mm. Yeah. It's time to experiment. They're young. Okay. Ah! <laughs> Uh, well, but our winner, our yes. real winner, yeah, BYE sexual. Yeah. Mm. It means it's just a, when you take a week off from it, having it. Exactly. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Modern. Our actual winner from our multitude of fans throughout Concacaf and two thirds of Conmebol is mm. Duncan. Uh, the winner this week would be uh, Dwayne Rollins hey. at twenty fourth minute uh, on Twitter, whose answer was uh, TFC will do each other. You did say bye week, right? Oh. oh Hashtag I'll show myself out. Oh, theme. So, uh, mm, nice. Mm. Yes. Uh, officially, for the record, Dwayne Rollins' entry came in three days ago. I made mine up now. Mm. Without mm. seeing it. Mm. Fishy. I, Dwayne gets all the credit. Fishy. Dwayne gets to keep the bye credit. <laughs> well done, Dwayne. <laughs> and as for next week, the bitchy blank is... Canada can make the hex by blank. One for all you Canadian supporters out there. You don't have to like TFC to play bitchy blanks. No, you don't even have to like Canada. You <laughs> I just barely have to, like TFC. You just have to have week. ears and some kind of technology to send your answers to at vocal minority. CA that is before next Monday. Because if you don't, Kristen Knowles will return with that luchador she hooked up with Vancouver and suplex you. What's that you say? Things have been peaceful, crisis-free, and dare we say dull around TFC? That we know. While not quite full-blown crazy train, (laughs) Gambians in the basement, (laughs) 2016's first signs of crazy were hinted at last week. First up, the little story emerged where TFC legend and ninth all-time highest scorer on the team, Hercules Gomez, took a shot at the mismanagement at TFC (gasps) and his rapid departure from the team. So, this Gomez mini-story that came out and quickly kind of disappeared. Any theories on uh, what may have happened? I tend to think TFC brass that they would cause a visceral emotional reaction from all supporters when the villain of Champions League appearances long ago would be signing for the team. But the plan fell apart when they discovered that the majority of those fans left after being priced out and insulted time and time again. His time was completely diminished as they felt that Robbie Finley quote, just needs one more game to show off his skills and Europe will come knocking for him, end quote, confining Gomez to the bench. And as we all know, one more game turned into every game. Of course, the final straw was taking a shot at TFC's Twitter with, was it the Valentine's Day thing? You're yes, better than that? you're better than There, there was a lot of uh, little 
pokes IV. He was no big fan of TFC's PR. No one <laughs> makes fun of TFC's Twitter. Hashtag ban hammer. So. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. that's that's. I don't have I don't have a lot of concrete proof on this, but kind of adds up. Okay, I'm going to get a similar kind of thing for what uh, you're, you're going with there, but I think. You know, they were hoping to bring him in. They knew all along they were going to screw him over. But, you know, they, they, you know, they reached out to him. They played nice, pretended. They Vince hey, mcmahon him? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on, Herc. Everything's forgiven. Nobody cares about that anymore. This would be great. You should come over here. You should come over. Come back to MLS. I know you've had your problems with MLS, but it's going to be great with us. And, oh, fuck you. Ha. Ba-boom. Wow. Presuming that everyone uh, would be Overpaid on their side. Boy. As opposed to uh, long-term Garberite revenge plot. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a very, very long, uh, a long play. It's a long con. Yeah. yeah. That's how we got to sign Jovinko Bus for so much money. Yes. That's the favor that was called in. <laughs> yeah. You guys have to screw over Hercules Gomez for his can do. Is that all? So, <laughs> so is in in reality though? Do we think they they actually like fucked up the wonking of the cap? Thought they could somehow keep him and yeah, things didn't work I, out. And... I probably yes. I was I mean, surprised. I, actually, I get the impression. I mean, apparently, like Seattle were coming out and saying, "Yep, TFC's on the hook for his contract, mm. so we haven't actually saved any money." But I mm. think he was maybe just signed up like for like, a year or so until like mid-season, mm-hmm. and presumably he was hoping for more than that. And uh, we maybe just didn't have the money for that. I mean, I do definitely think you know no one is ever going to convince me that keeping. Damien Paquis, after signing all those expensive players, was part of the plan. I am very much convinced that they were, they thought, yeah, we'll be able to get rid of him and then we'll have money for these things. And all mm. of a sudden, shit, we got to get rid of some uh, other players. So, uh, yeah, sorry, Herc, we can't give you any more money. Yeah, because the big uh, yeah. story of having him last year was like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We're not using him now, but next summer. When everybody oh, yeah, yeah. disappears for the internationals, we're gonna need this yeah. guy. Relax, who cares? It's, it's not about him being on the bench now. That's fine. That's mm. what. That's the plan. He's here for when uh, Altidore goes off to Copa America. You know, we'll really see him. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. And now what? Yeah, it's hard to get yes. a lot of interest in you, and uh, you've only got what three appearances for a total of seventy minutes. I don't. I'm speculating of how much it is, but I know it's not a lot. Um, yeah, I. Part of me. Part of me hopes that they actually had a legitimate plan for him. They, but what, what what I do not understand is, if you're buying a guy like that for the future, that's a lot of money for the future. That's a lot of money for a guy who's going to sit on the bench and effectively waste away. You know, at three hundred thousand, was it wasn't it three hundred thousand or something like that, or two hundred thousand? Um, it was, uh, it was, it was a hefty sum. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was a good, it was a good chunk of change. But, and of course, this goes back to our our dearest friend Robbie Finley as to how the hell he kept getting started and his failings over and over again. I mean, if the writing on the wall wasn't there after like the third or fourth time uh, Finley was picked ahead of, of Gomez, even after Gomez scoring a goal, like what mm. what happened? What actually happened? Yeah. There has to be a little bit more to it than just, than just money, bad yeah. camp walking. There, ha- there has to be some other serious issue there. And I mean... It's, it seems it's, like it. You, they, you rarely, especially TFC... We'll rarely sign a guy and make a big deal about it and then not force the coach's hand to make yeah. sure that guy's on the pitch. I mean, I mean, look at the big deal they made when they brought back Dero and they forced him on the field and he was mm-hmm. he was well past his his uh yeah. his best before date, which is a shame because I'm a huge fan of his. But they tried and he tried All and everybody three of us tried. Are. 
Oh, yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Um, no, but like... <laughs> two of it, us. It, two of us are. <laughs> fine. One of us is a jackass. <laughs> but I wasn't going to point the But I, I won't say who. <laughs> is it you? So, you know, at least at least when they made a big deal of that signing, you know, it was kind of there was there was a good narrative to it. And but he he started the first bunch of games and he came on as a sub for a bunch of games. And then we saw that, okay, I think this is just a matter of of writing history, correcting the mistakes of the past. I'm okay with that because it's Dero legend. I know I'm by bias, but whatever. The same thing for not this exact same thing, but a very similar story for for Gomez. And what did we get? Mm. You know, he still bagged a couple goals with almost no opportunities to bag goals, yet was constantly picked behind somebody who was a, the bane uh, of our existence. He, he, the goat of the match. Yeah. Go to. Go to the Game Award really should be renamed for him. Mm-hmm. So we never forget. <laughs> the, the Robbie Finley Memorial Go to the Game Award. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Robbie Finley Mista Go to the Game <laughs> Award. Because, uh, I don't know, that that it's just, it's there's there's too many what the fucks yeah. in a row for me to think it's very just in- the ca- It'd be very interesting where Gomez goes from here. If he shows that he's a, a, a useful... No, I mean, as far as playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I did. Um, oh, you. <laughs> Duncan's so clever. If he proves that he's still a useful MLSer, then, yeah, then TFC suddenly looks really then, facey-eggy. Then yeah. he should be playing in Colorado or D.C. Mm. or something that actually needs a striker. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, they're missing... They're missing an Obafemi Martins now in Seattle. Yeah, but and that Morris kid apparently isn't amazing. In what? The future. I know. Um, Has that been yeah. on Twitter yet? Because I haven't seen anything about that. Takes two to sounding. Hey. It's true. American Messi with a Y. <laughs> you need two to dock. You maybe only, probably only no, one you only to really, sound. Well, You're the expert. Are you going to put it in yourself? Don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was about to say that. Yeah, I think yeah, basically the, the one thing you can guarantee from all this is uh, he will score against mm. Toronto. Oh, yeah, well, that's good. I hope so. I will, I will applaud him. Hmm? Speaking of putting it in yourself, hey. this actually is the first um, like bit of internal business slash drama we've seen gone public in a long time. Yeah, it's true. There is. They have definitely become much better at keeping a lid on things either by you know, writing it into contracts by getting, <laughs> getting rid of people who were leaking or bringing the people who might be interested in leaking mm-hmm. into the fold and giving them lots of juicy exclusives in exchange for not leaking things mm-hmm. um, I don't like it when you say leaking so much <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of it's um, like yeah, some people it's, react it's to the been word moist so you know I guess Again, I mean, this wasn't like one of the local reporters finding anything out and leaking anything or anything like that. It was, yeah. <laughs> we it had to be like Gomez himself. Yeah. This is the one who actually came out and, uh, and leaked. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Leaks. Early. Oh. Well, when you say it like that, it gets Welsh and it gets charming. Ah, okay. okay. Oh, how long for a leak? In a cold mine. Eliake. <laughs> So earlier in the week, uh, a quiet little players poll was conducted by Tiny American Specialty Channel ESPN. Never heard of them. In regards to uh, MLS players and coaches. Can you get that Epson? up here? Epson. Espen? Espen? Espen. Espen. I don't know. Huh? Out of Colorado, I think. Oh, ski. That's no, Aspen. No, yeah, Aspen. No. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I have no idea. Nah, whatever. Uh, two interesting points that somehow got no traction around these parts. Go on. 
two of the uh, five most overrated players play here. Shut up. In Josie Altador, Michael Bradley. No! <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait. Josie Altador? Also. Josie? Yes. Altador. <laughs> Jose with a Z. Shut up. Uh-huh. And why? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I often don't know. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I was... Wait, wait, uh, wait. If you find that shocking... I, go on. If you find that shocking... Go on. Go on. Other MLS players don't rate Greg Vanny. Oh, what? are you kidding no. me? Who are these supposed players? I don't know. Wow. It's probably those pricks in Montreal, I bet. Mm. <laughs> rabble, rabble. Yes. Yeah. I bet what it is is that only one coach got all the votes. Everyone just wants to play for Bruce Arena. Nobody wants to play for any of the others. Like, Goddamn mm. straight. <laughs> Bruce? <laughs> Fantastic. So is this a case? Is it a case of, oh, people outside of Toronto don't pay enough attention to this team? Or is it uh, another case of TFC is so good at feeding the Kool-Aid to the fans here that majority of us have got like blinders on and can't see the truth? I do think as far as the, the, the players go, uh, Bradley and Altidore, it, it isn't like just TFC by any means. Mm-hmm. I think within... You know, if you're on like MLSsoccer.com.com, Major League Soccer, soccer yeah. yes, yeah. .com, uh, you know, they Soccer.jpg. seem to be very uh, uh, pro-Bradley and mm-hmm. Altidore as well, and many other Americans as well. So I could very much see why, you know, they do get probably a lot more press. Is it spite? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I do think the amount of press they get probably is, yeah, they're a little overrated. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're not like the be-all and end-all that they maybe get made out to be no. sometimes. Especially. Especially Jose with a Z and mm. Y. <laughs> and as far as Greg Granny goes, I mean, I don't know when the survey was done, whether it was like a preseason thing or You would imagine like so, that, to put a poll together. You would think, yeah. yes. But yeah, I mean, I absolutely, that, that just makes a massive amount of sense that nobody's going to want to come and play for Greg Vanny. He looked absolutely fucking hopeless last year. Mm-hmm. And he, he really ended the season strong oh, to support did. that. Yes. Um, I kind of feel it's a bit of both. Uh, I sincerely don't find MLS appealing enough for me to really, truly pay attention to what the hell other teams are doing mm. in the league. It's, you know, a lot of gray mouses uh, in the, in this league that just... A lot of gray mouses? Uh, this is a term... Gray mice. Gray mice? Gray meats. Meese? What's no, those the are Those are lots of moose. Oh, that's moose. Mm. Meeses, yes. Uh, gray mouse. This was, a, this was a term that was introduced to me in... in uh, in Germany, uh, the idea that a club is just a gray mouse is just every town's got one, and they're not they're not a glamour club. They're just a gray mouse. Hmm. So this league is All right. aside from you know maybe with the exception of Red Bull and LA and Seattle. In I suppose if you live here, it's Toronto. There's a lot of gray mouse teams in this league, like interchangeable. Like I don't I don't particularly give a damn. So, but with um, I don't know. I I suspect that. That a, that's a lot of MLS fans don't really care beyond their own side, and but that's just me. Like, I know I know here we we tend to have a, a little bit more knowledge. We we kind of pay attention a little harder to what's going on in the league. I put in hours a week. Wins and losses yes. is, is is one of my top five favorite segments <laughs> on the Vocal Minority Podcast. Um, easily, strong. easily, easily top strong. five. Okay, um, definitely top ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. Um, but uh, I like the song. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> screw you guys. Um, but as, and as far as uh, TSC fans drinking the Kool Aid, I don't know how convincing that truly is. I, I know that you know you see posters of dramatic black and white photos of 
of of of Javinko next to Altidore next to Bradley, who's in the middle usually. Mm. Like, come on. He's the general. Yeah, yeah. Quite. Yeah, exactly. He's the general. Yeah, but could you... The general of what? Could you really... What has he led? Where's his trophy cabinet? Honestly, though, could you get a big majority of TFC fans agreeing that Altador and Bradley are two of the five most overrated players in this league? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, don't I, think, I think there's could. a feeling that they're fantastic DPs. Well, that's that just are, it, They're world beaters in well, this league. Like if, I, think if, it, I think you'd be hard, especially Bradley. There's a lot of defenders. Like, if, 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 you, if you pay attention even slightly to... You know, football outside of North America and England. Mm-hmm. You've heard, you know that Josie Altador went over to went over to to the Netherlands and he went into England and he was he was a slight success in the Netherlands and he was a bomb in England. And you know that Michael Bradley was in Germany for a bit and then he then he started at Roma and and like you know these facts. But the thing is, is that first of all, they are not doing either of those things right now. If you want to tell me these guys are actually top level players, they would not be here. They would be playing over there. Personally, lots of money though. What's that? We did dangle lots of money at them. I know, but to me, that's they're getting a lot of money because they're American and not necessarily because they're good. True. I like. I don't have a problem with those guys being designated players at all. Mm. But at the money they're making, and I know it doesn't really affect us because it's a cap and it's the, somebody else's money and whatever. Blah blah blah. But for five million, like what you can get for five million dollars in this league. Yeah. Think of all the better players. You can get better yes. players for three. Oh, there's no... Go to South America. Yeah. There are a bunch of Argentinians, Brazilians, yeah. whatever. We brought yeah. most of them here. Yeah. And then gave yeah. them to other clubs. Yes. Surely there's got to be another Shalato who's just kicking around down in Argentina. We can no, get the, him for next no, to nothing. I'd rather have Mauro Diaz than Bradley, for but, example. But this I, is the point, yes. though. Yeah. He's a star because... We're told he's a star because U.S. soccer says he's a star because he's the general and he's bald and he looks very unique and intense and and he's being he's being paid a lot. Well, him being paid a lot isn't necessarily an indicator of how truly good he is. He's just being paid a lot because he's American and I'm sure there's a lot of encouragement. So we'll, we want to market him. So if you want to see TFC on MLS ads, go get him. Mm. And and there could be a lot to that. But I, I think there's no doubt about it that bang for the buck, neither of them are. Are worth not the dollars. Close. Not Bradley. Maybe Bradley. Half. I think would be a DP on most teams. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for what he brings to the league now. For his pedigree stuff, Josie Altador is a DP only because he came back from yeah. in this direction across the ocean. But he's not a DP in any like form, like a DP striker. It, 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 it maybe oh. be it's like Wondolowski kind of level where yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe worth a million. Yeah. yeah one of the small clubs. But, yeah. yeah. but honestly, I would, I would, I would rather give Wondolowski Josie sure. Altidore money, honestly, because at least I know in this league, he can produce those goals and he can produce all, all the results that you want a guy that you're paying $4 million a year to do. Thanks chief. No problem. He'd say, uh, he would, he would, he might say it in Polish. <laughs> But right, but my yes. but the thing is is that that this is this is the problem I have with like MLS and all the DP, and you could say this for the majority of the designated players in this league is that nobody else is also offering this money to them. Nobody else. It's not like Josie's got an offer from the Chinese Super League to not go yet. play there yet. I'd still take Obafemi Martins, but anyway, just like Can they're talk? they're here because it's like Javi feeding Altidore. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure he'd uh, do really well there too, like in Sunderland. Was it Javi or was it Iniesta? Which one of them went there? Sure. Oh, maybe it was Iniesta. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Who cares? Like I they weren't Northerners. Barcelona. The thing is, is that I'm pretty sure the four of us, because I'm speaking on Kristen's behalf, 
rest in peace, is that she... <laughs> wow. Is, That's quite a luchador. Ah, it is. Well, she's tired. So, <laughs> really tired. We know they're overrated. We know they're overrated My. because we've watched some football at some point in time. And never mind what they do in MLS, but we know they were overrated even just being where they were. Um, to say that they're overrated here is an understatement. And I don't know. I, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid, but I think a lot of people who who are fair weather or people who just love to, for lack of a better phrase, beat the drum and, and, and wave the flag and hold their scarf, they might buy into it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't think that's bang for a buck. And I, I think that's that equal to me that they're overrated. And if somebody else wants to buy into that, that's, that's, that's completely on them. Agreed. So. Before we move on to looking ahead to TFC getting out of their bye week, on the theme of... Overrated a return Americans? to cr- I don't know on a return to crazy town. Ah, uh, okay, yes. Realistically, up, realistically, what would you see as the next possible crazy town story from TFC? For me, it's Seba saying he wants to go home. Mm. Mine was close. Mine was close. Uh, Seba leaves for newly promoted Burnley mid-season. <laughs> uh, none of the glory and a smack in the face to all those who are like Italy call up and Barcelona's interested. Uh, that we've had to endure over the last year and a bit. I don't like a natural grass. I want to play on a turf for more. Exactly. <laughs> you mean more he often? He listens. You mean no, more? turf for more. Yeah. Two walls. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. We know a lot about Moore, a lot of Moors over here. Uh, also, too, though, to be fair, and kind of harkens back to the, the previous bit, uh, we replace him with an out-of-favor U.S. International, of course, overachieving flameout. And I'm I'm going to nominate Aaron Johansson from Werder Bremen, and he's going to get a DP salary. Mm, sounds lovely. Why sounds not? Realistic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't. I don't weave so much uh, so much fiction over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that uh, Clint Irwin will have a, a minor injury uh, in <laughs> June, <laughs> shall we say? And uh, rather than trust uh, Quill and Roberts or Alex Bono, we'll bring in some sort of random. <laughs> Brad Guzan. <laughs> He's going to be out of a job soon. Brad Guzan. <laughs> sure. We're not getting Tiny Towel Guy. He's never coming back. <laughs> Chris Kanopka might come back. Maybe who knows? <laughs> and then we'll have a whole other goalie controversy. Owen will be shipped out middle of next year. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll <laughs> found the new savior. That guy mm. will be mediocre. Kanopka not come home. Either that happy or at Rocks County. You know, for some reason, we'll we'll sign somebody in the uh, the mid seasons or summer window, mm-hmm. and we're going to need to shed salary, and so Jonathan Osorio will be shipped to Vancouver. <laughs> Which, well, no, that doesn't make sense, does it? Now I'm being ridiculous. No, that's crazy. Not Vancouver, yeah. Maybe it's like New York somewhere, you know. But uh, yeah, we all have to get rid of Osorio. New York to City FC make money for some random <laughs> shitty fucking foreigner. Uh, you and your him. crystal ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So many options, really. Yeah, fun. Mm. I'm hoping for a coach firing. Would no. be entertaining. That's a wish. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a vision. <laughs> I can't see that vision, no matter how hard I rub my crystal balls. <laughs> I'm waking up, I feel it in my bones. Enough to make my system flow. Welcome to the new age, to the new age. Welcome to the new age. Radioactive, radioactive, radioactive.
Last weekend was a bye week for TFC. Bye. So bye, in fact, that we got rid of the only female on the panel. Oh. So hot. Mm. But not to fear, next week is back to your average mm. heterosexual slash homosexual week in MLS. And TFC traveled to the land up over Colorado. Yeah. That date with the MLS answer to gluten-free vegetable broth, the Rapids. Ah, yes. Mm. Sounds exciting. Mm. Sounds delicious. Yeah. So the biggest news out of Colorado, aside from the fact that they are still in the league, Pablo Mastroeni's mustache. Does that exist anymore? No. Is it back? I, he no. shaved it off last yeah. year. Mm. Doofus. No, the biggest news is the signing of a massive USA International slash TV color analyst. <gasps> Go on. Tim Howard. <laughs> is this honestly one of MLS Dumb's dumbest signings ever? Yes. I mean, it's not. It's unequivocal. Not unequivocal. unequivocal. It's not. It's not Mr. Proportions, isn't it? Though, but it's Three. it's pretty dumb. The it was only like like a million, and only for like half a season. You know that that was that was a risk. That was, it was a bit of a silly risk. It but, was a silly you know. risk, but it was a short term stupid risk. Mm. Also, someone with mental problems was in charge of the club at the time. Uh, <laughs> no, no one at Colorado is saying, you know. True, but uh, I don't. I mean, it it is pretty dumb. No, no question. Oh, he's Dumbest? Dumb pretty dumb. Mm. Dumbest? No. Mm. T- to be fair, Stan Kroenke is up for uh, Sports Executive of the Year. Well, of course he is. Mm. He, he, at he runs that committee. <laughs> the sports section at Walmart. His wife put him up for it. Oh, well. <laughs> You're my good. award winner. Glad he married into it. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, think there's, I think there's some wiggle room for how stupid it is. But, uh, yeah, it's... Not it's, the length, though. It's top three. The, the duration of that contract? Eh, goalie's got a longer shelf life. I'm, Woo! He's already been on the shelf a long time. All right. Ask me at the end of the season. He, is he going to be the next Casey Keller? Who sort of came home and was, was okay for Seattle. Like, yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's not... It's, it's no. What about the deep vein thrombosis? I hear that's a, a factor up uh, in Colorado. That's crazy. That's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's true. I've, I've, I've heard. I've heard <laughs> on some other podcasts. I, I can't remember. But yeah, it's uh, that's 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 all right. So only mid-level dumb, you're saying? It's 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 top five, easily right. top five. Yeah, probably I see top what you're three. saying because 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 of being a goalkeeper. Yeah, he's goalies tend to have a longer shelf life, and that's you're hoping he's the Peter Shilton of America. No, 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 I'm. I, I, no, he's he, he should be okay. He's got Jovinko will out jump him to punch yeah. the ball. Home. <laughs> he's also got bigger problems because. Because Col- Colorado's defense is uh, not the strongest, mm. so he's he, they're going to need more than that to to uh, to shore up the back line. I will. My biggest surprise is that it's there. He ended up going. Yeah, that's a, I thought he would go to. No offense to Colorado, but we don't rate you. I thought <laughs> Grey Mouse. I, I thought yeah, there is your great. Yes, you were asking about. They gray, are the greatest gray mouse. Gray mouse that is the greatest yeah. entirely. Yeah. Yes. yes, squeak squeak. Colorado Rapids is the greatest mouse of MLS. Wildest, most inoffensive. I'd put I'd put them, Houston, and mm-hmm. uh, Philadelphia as the greatest of gray mice. There's such the a gray mouse that they won I their only San Jose title as well. I, yeah. a little, a little, but They're, at least they but, existed. Slightly more. Yeah, slightly. Colorado is such a gray mouse that they won their only championship in Toronto. <laughs> Yes. And we didn't. I didn't care. I didn't even go. I gave my tickets away. That's how much I care. Mm. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went. I enjoyed it. Good for you. I'm glad yeah. you had to. Didn't you sit through eighty some odd minutes of shit before you got to the to the winner? It was entertaining. It was entertaining. Mm. So was frostbite of the balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> so top the Tim Howard signing by completing this sentence. 
you give blank a blank term deal at blank. See, I've I've kind of I've kind of shown my hand a little bit with uh, my mm. answer. Uh, you give Brad Guzan a five year deal at Philadelphia. <laughs> that three three point eight million a year. That, that is very realistic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they've also they've they went out and got my dragon Mondragon, mm-hmm. and he was DP uh, goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. wouldn't be the first time they went for a DP goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I think I I do like the the theme of the sort of returning national team hero thing. Mm-hmm. So I think they want them all. You, you look honest. at like another team. Uh, that has you know, had a few DPs, but has never really, really, really gone after a DP. So I'm thinking Vancouver, uh, and they're going to give uh, four and a half years, five million per year, to former national team goalie and TV analyst Dick Howard. <laughs> <laughs> he went right over Greg Forrest to get to Dick Howard. Howard. I, mm. Mm, nice. <laughs> And the TV analyst yes. is, I, yeah. Wow. Wow, that's, there's there's a lot of parallels. Dick Howard yes. over Tim Howard. Indeed. Yeah. Better mustache. He wears, and he wears oh, cowboy boots. Oh, and the sideburns. Oh, yeah. He wears yeah. cowboy boots on a regular basis, yeah. too. Yeah, this would be part of He's the contract. Badass. He has to go back to his full-on her suit, mm. like, big hair. It's like when men were men, is what you're saying. Yes. 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 When men were men and Howards were dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Very depend- nice. Depending on, yeah, depending on your thoughts. They may still be. <laughs> Dick Howard to Vancouver. You heard it here first, folks. Yes. Mark tipped my hand earlier by bringing Mista back to Toronto. Aww. But only on a two-year deal. Oh, oh well, that's, okay. that's reasonable. Yeah. When uh-huh. Giovinco leaves. Sure. That's part yeah, of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so, going into the match, what do we expect from Greg Vanny? Uh, return to the tried and tested pragmatism we've seen so far this season? Or do you think the, uh, the bore in Kansas City will spark a little light in him to try to make something happen? Uh, it's a very good question. I, I That's think, why I'm here. Yes, I think he probably Strong. sees what happened in Kansas City as a you know a good thing. But yeah, it's um, Colorado aren't that good a team. I mean, New York, like the Red Bulls and Sparks, yeah, you know, let's not get too ambitious here. You know, um, that Colorado, they're there for the taking. And also, so, you know, yeah, let's be a bit more attacking here. And also, obviously, Altador is presumably fit. And so now, presumably, he is going to be playing at center forward. Jovinko's going to be on the left. And then are they going to stick with 4-3-3, go 4-4-2? How exactly? Uh, this this is when it gets interesting. I mean, he's, all right, we've just sat back and defended. Now you've got a few more options. Let's see exactly what he does with them. I, I genuinely don't know. I'm intrigued. I think Altidore and Jovinko will definitely be there. Uh, I think the biggest story is that they're wearing their white kits this weekend. Oh, I know. Conspiracy. I know. Conspiracy. I hope it snows. Mm. That'd be awesome. <laughs> then that they have to they wear get... their orange ones. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't. I don't know. I can't see him shake. He doesn't seem like the shake-up kind of guy. Hey, the fact that he's got two distinct formations, that's groundbreaking. <laughs> so. Describe distinct. Um. Sometimes you have two guys up at the front. Sometimes you got three. All right. It's like the Elman Joy thing. Just sometimes you feel like. Despite formation, I can't see. I'd be shocked to see him, quote unquote, go for it. Mm. I still think he'll sit back a little bit. I think think this is a team you can afford to go for it against. Mm. I mean, 
did not. Really? I mean, I'm. Su- I was surprised to see that they, they don't got, even have Kevin Doyle anymore. They've got four points in three did, games. Did you see that tweet he put out? No. Oh yeah, he's. Uh, I guess he was playing for Ireland. Got injured. It's just like a huge fucking cut in his leg, and he took a picture of it, tweeted it out. It's pretty fucking gruesome. Well, there's there's, there's, there's a burgundy. Free. Yes, apparently. Does it come in waves? Is that the name of their <laughs> blog? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be. I'm not entirely uh, convinced that he's going to go one way or the other. I mean, you know, because he can kind of have a go at Colorado legitimately. He could go. He could go four four two and and uh, and see what the Altador show can 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 bring. He'd go four three three and 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 let's see if if Endo and um, Delgado can have a better game, have a better run out. This is this will be. This should be. At least a better run out for those two because Kansas City was kind of tough on them. Presumably, only one of them will be playing. Well, I know, but we'll get to that in the if, next if question. We're presuming Altidore's up front and uh, don't see, skip I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm assuming God's he's sake. not. I'm assuming he's not, he's no. He doesn't. He, he won't be starting. Well, it's I because I mean it's. I think it's going to matter whether or not he starts. Mm. Will depend on what formation you see. If you don't see him, it's a four. It's it's a four three three. If he does, it's a four four two. Hey, I got a question. Go for it. If Altador is back and starts the match, <laughs> shut up. How do they set up? Who sits? Oh God, I have no <laughs> idea how to answer this. Um, I think you you sit Endo. You have Delgado out on the right. I think you probably do like, try and go for a bit of a four three three. Obviously, Jovinko is not going to be doing that much defending, but you know, just his basic presence will sort of make the right side of Colorado a bit more cautious because they don't want to give him too much room, so that'll help. But yeah, I think essentially it'll look like a 4-3-3, but Delgado's going to be coming back a lot so that the other midfielders can kind of shift over to the left to cover uh, Seba, so it'll end up kind of looking like a 4-4-2 anyway. Uh, who knows? I think Endo would sit, probably. Yes. I think Endo has reached the end of the road. Hey. <laughs> oh. Maybe. Not, not entirely. I think he'll come in. <laughs> I think... He'll probably be first off the bench kind of guy now. Yeah, I, I think he's had a couple he'd, he'd of He'd be a good sort of, you, you need somebody energetic to come in and run around and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you can potentially play that role. See, I went I went the other way. I said it's either going to be, well, I, said, I said it's either going to be Endo or Delgado. And I I decided to bench Delgado um, only because I the Endo experiment is still unfolding and this is a good team to kind of, to kind of you know, let him let him have a. I think it's six of one, a half dozen of another. Yeah, it's anyway. it's. I I wouldn't be offended with either one starting. Like it's not. There isn't a wrong answer in this in this regard because they're both. They 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 both are. I don't know. They're both different enough. One you know one's upside is that he, he's he's shown some goal scoring prowess and some killer instinct. The other one he's, hooking the balls in good crosses. And he just, he needs more game time, and Delgado needs more confidence. And there's, you re, yeah, you're right. It's very much a six and one half a dozen the other. So, but not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated coach, go for it. Magwan, we're, we're paying you the big bucks to uh, to, to take a stand, Mark Inkley. All right, yeah. all right. Then I'm benching Altidore. <laughs> Wait, hey. that's, is that a choice? That's no, a I misread the question again. <laughs> So since we're in Colorado this weekend, famous for beating Canada to the punch in legalizing marijuana, <gasps> what would you legalize in MLS? Mm-hmm. God, where do you start? You only get to legalize one thing. Oh, um, let's see. All right, let me go through this list. Um, institute a beer price cap. Mm-hmm. Legalize price-capped beer. 
Also, um, for 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 uh, not for quite Duncan, the end of prohibition. Um, I figure um, we would uh, legalize a, a rule that says uh, Chad Barrett goes on a free if he's not starting, aka aka the the Chad rule. Mm-hmm. It has to have two thes. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. I want to legalize alternative kit manufacturers. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. of that too. You know, I'd be up for that. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll go with legalizing. Step up, Joma. Just straight up free market competition. Oh, legalized capitalism, oh, eh? Fuck yes. that. Good thing yes. she isn't here. <laughs> yeah, with the players, teams that can actually compete against each other and spend as much as they want. And the, the revolution woo. truly won't be televised, but it will be podcasted. <laughs> so you're safe mm-hmm. until she hears this. And with that. That's it for another week. What? Hooray! Over already? Didn't we just start this time? Time is up on La Isla Bonito Floro. Ooh. Join us again next week when we dissect Canada's away leg at Azteca. As you've already seen. That was to go well. Yeah, of course. TFC versus Denver, The Last Dinosaur. And we welcome Kristen's new roommate, El Tigre del Pacifico, to the show. <laughs> Thanks to our panel today on Twitter, at KitNerdMark. He was the most interesting man in Hamilton. Mark Hinckley. When I do podcast, I podcast with the vocal minority. Making a run for the border on Twitter at Duncan D. Fletcher. He was <laughs> El Chappie, Duncan Fletcher. I am going to predict a surprisingly tight 1-0 defeat for Canada on mm. Tuesday. All right. Yes. And at Malarkey FC, on some of the internet, including the Twitter machine, mm. I was the Bumblebee Man of Podcasts. Aye, aye, aye. Until next time, acostumbrarse a El Toronto. Muy bien. Gracias. Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters to me. Fagundes. Oh, that's a little Catalan in there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's some uh, that's some northern Spanish right there. Plausible. Which is Catalan because I don't want to get beat up by those people. And by <laughs> those people, I mean Catalonians, mm-hmm. not the Basque. Those guys are harmless. <laughs> yes, the Basque have never hurt. Uh, no, the, what, what the hell have they done? Oh, yeah. look, we got a Union Jack with green in it. You guys are crazy. <laughs> you're, silly. You're, you're so crazy. You're silly. Mardi Gras you're English. You're so cuddly. Hey, uh, little Basque. Oh, oh, little Basque. Who's a little Basque? Oh, you never hurt anyone, oh, would you, little Basque? Bill oh. mm. Bell. Because oh. if you don't, Kristen Knowles will return with that luchador she hooked up with the Vancouver and suplex you. Mm. Yeah, he means business. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's no room for him on this podcast. There's only four mics. <laughs> and we don't do subtitles. Mm. She knows we don't do subtitles. Mm.
Well, we, we maybe we do. All right, but so so you know you you three guys uh, you know the three of us we'll we'll gang up we'll we'll fight this guy. Yes. None, none of you guys are going to turn heel on me and <laughs> no, no. No, no 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 that's crazy. No, we we turn we turn heel at the at the at the big events, not mm-hmm. at a house show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. So when we're in Monterey in May, right? Watch your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you which one, but <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Just just saying. Ellen Glace will be left <laughs> broken and shattered in the ring. That's right. Yes. Vampiro Inglesi. <laughs> All right. Julio Inglese. <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty good name for 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 uh, English lucha. Yeah, I'm Julio Inglese.